But is nature study enough? It's a question I often get when discussing nature study. In the last part of our nature study conference session, I'm going to share my answer to that burning question and a few tips to help you succeed with nature study. Hi, I'm Paige Hudson, and you're listening to the Tips for Homeschool Science show, where we're breaking down the lofty concepts of science into building blocks you can use in your homeschool. Welcome to another conference session. Just like our other sessions, we'll be breaking this one into three easily digested chunks, which we'll share over the rest of the month. At the end of this month, we'll release a full video of the session. In addition to the individual episode posts, we'll have a home for this session's materials at elementalscience.com slash blogs slash news slash nature dash study. That's elementalscience.com slash blogs with an S slash news with an S slash nature dash study. Well, with that housekeeping out of the way, let's join the nature study, the natural way to learn about science session. So let's talk about the number one question I get about nature study, and that's, is nature study enough? Because it seems so easy. We go outside, we observe some things, we talk about it, and then we write down what we've learned. We take a few pictures, and that's all science is. Can that really be enough? Is nature study enough to count for science? Well, most definitely, yes. In the younger years, yes, nature study is enough. It fulfills the three keys to teaching science, and if it fulfills your goals for teaching science, then yes, nature study is enough to teach your kids in the elementary years. It sparks a desire for them to learn more. So we talked about how nature study can awaken the scientific side of a brain in the way a good book can awaken the imagination. You know, our main goal for teaching science in the elementary years is to create within our children a desire to learn more. And nature study can do that. So in that way, yes, formal nature study is enough. It can be enough for elementary science because we've got the three keys as a part of the formal nature study, and it can help spark a desire for our students to learn more. But <laughs> there's always a but, isn't there? But no, nature study is not enough on its own as our students get older. So for the middle school years, we are building on this foundation we've created in the elementary years. And we can definitely use nature study to create a great foundation for science in the elementary years. But as they get to middle school, your goal is to build upon that basic foundation that they learn. And then your second goal is to use inquiry-based methods. So you want them to discover more about science through inquiry-based methods. And though this is possible uh, through nature study, really experiments are the way that students can get these inquiry-based methods. So they can learn more about uh, fermentation reactions by doing the experiment that the yeast blows up a balloon and they can test different temperatures to see how that affects the amount of carbon dioxide that's produced. Have you seen this experiment? Basically, you put a little sugar and some warm water and some yeast in the bottom of a bottle, and then you cover that with a balloon. And as the yeast begins to ferment and create carbon dioxide, it blows up the balloon. And of course, the temperature of the water matters because if it's cold, the yeast won't 
not as many yeast will wake up and eat and produce the gas. If it's too hot, you'll kill the yeast and none of them will wake up and eat the sugar and produce the gas. So we want our kids to do this kind of inquiry-based method where they're learning, they're doing an experiment where they're testing different factors as they get older, okay? So not we don't necessarily need to do that in the younger years, but as they get older into middle school, high school, definitely they need to be using these inquiry-based methods. And it's a little challenging to create that within the nature study walk and journal. And plus our middle school and our high school students need to be learning a little bit deeper principles in science. So they need some outside reading as well. Can we still use nature study with our kids at that age, the middle school and high school age? Most definitely. Nature study can be a family activity. It just means that for our middle school and our high school years, we need to add in uh, some experiments and some additional reading about the topics and not just count only our formal nature study as their science plan. Does that make sense? So in a nutshell, yes, nature study is enough for the younger years. It's got those three basic keys and it's got all our elementary kids will need. It'll meet our goals of sparking a desire to learn more. But no, for our older kids, nature study is great to still use with them, but we need to add in some additional information and some additional hands-on experiments. And they need to write a bit more than just a simple nature journal sheet. So yes, for the younger years, add in more for the older years. Does that make sense? Great. Now that we understand what nature study is, we know the difference between formal and informal. We have an idea of how we can fit it into our week. We know uh, if it's enough for our elementary and middle school students. Let's talk about tips, a few tips to succeed with nature study. Tip number one, be prepared. If you're using formal nature study, you need to be prepared. You need to have a plan. You need to research, do a bit of research or reading yourself beforehand. Have those field guides on hand for you and your students to use, whether you check them out from the library or whether you purchase them, but you need to have those things on hand and be prepared. If you're doing informal nature study, you can be prepared by having uh, different ID apps on your phone. So for instance, the Audubon app, VT Tree has a good tree identification app, but different apps on your phone to help you identify what you're seeing in informal nature study is a way you can be prepared for that. The second tip I have is for you to set aside enough time Nature study is not a five-minute activity, usually. Now, informal nature study on the fly can be a five-minute activity. But if you're doing formal nature study or if you're setting out to do some kind of nature study each week, allow yourself, you know, at least 30 minutes, possibly up to an hour to really enjoy and observe and discuss and create those nature journal pages so make sure you set enough time aside so you won't be pressured to rush through your observations or rush through making your nature journal pages so you can get on to the next thing. Instead, make sure you've built in enough padding and enough time for your nature study. Number three, don't be afraid. Be willing to say, I don't know. Because remember, I don't know is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign that we are interested in lifelong learning. When we add the phrase, I don't know, let's look it up. Okay? When we say let's look it up, we're modeling lifelong learning for our students. So don't be afraid to say, I don't know. And don't be afraid to use the resources that you prepared in the first tip to find out the answers to your students' questions. And your fourth tip, pack a backpack. 
So when you pack your backpack, carry some of those essential supplies so that it'll be easier for you to spend 30 minutes to an hour outside. Always carry water. If you live in a place where the sun is pretty intense, make sure you have sunscreen or bug spray if the bugs are crazy. Bring along paper, a pencil, bring along your phone or a camera, bring along those field guides, bring along your students' journals. Uh, You can bring along colored pencils if you want. Uh, You could also bring along uh, watercolored pencils. Those are fun to draw with and then uh, use a bit of your water to kind of paint over. So pack a backpack with the supplies that you're going to need for your nature study. And then the fifth tip is to enjoy yourselves because nature study should be fun. Hands-on science should be fun. We should enjoy it. So follow those rabbit trails. Literally follow the bird trails. Play poo sticks with your kids by dropping uh, twigs you find along the way. Skip rocks along the the pond. Uh, Whatever you do, take some time within your nature study to enjoy yourselves. Enjoy being out in the beautiful world that surrounds us every day. And then you can observe and learn about your environment. So I hope you have a better understanding of what nature study is, how nature study can bring science to life. And you understand the difference between a structured formal nature study plan and an informal nature study and how we can fit those into our homeschool science plan or our plan for homeschool science. Nature study is really just simply about finding the principles of science in nature. If you have any questions about nature study, I will be down in the elemental science booth where you can see our brand new book, The Homeschooler's Guide to Experiments. And this book has a whole section uh, set aside on nature study. And a lot of the top, the things we discussed today are a part of that. So thank you all for coming. And I hope you guys head out at some point in this next month and enjoy nature and learn about science and maybe even get a little muddy. I trust that you're inspired to get those nature journals and backpacks ready and plan out a time to head out to study nature in the next month or so. Speaking of next month, we've got one more conference session to share with you all before we wrap up season two of the podcast and take a break for summer. This one will be about classical education and science. You'll get to hear a lot of my homeschooling journey in this session, so you don't want to miss it. In the meantime, we've added links to several more tips and tools for nature study to the page for this session, which you can find at elementalscience.com slash blogs slash podcasts slash 46. That's elementalscience.com slash blogs with an S slash podcast slash this episode's number, which is 46. If you still have questions, go ahead and leave a comment over there. If you've enjoyed this peek into our conference vaults, would you take a moment to leave a review or rating for the Tips for Homeschool Science show? I would really appreciate you taking the time to share your thoughts. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great week playing with science. This peek inside our conference vaults has been sponsored by Elemental Science. At Elemental Science, our mission is to help educators just like you share the wonders of science with your students. Our lines of award-winning, easy-to-use programs have helped thousands teach science. Visit ElementalScience.com to see how we can give you the plans you need for science.